Happy Monday on the Better Baseball Podcast. WindDailySports.com. What a heck of a weekend in baseball. When We're finally starting to see things, and I think that's where I want to start here. Over the weekend, we saw some lineups starting to hit well. I think we're, we're starting to see some things form. Uh, my name is John Jansen. I'm joined by Brian Sloan. You can follow him at OneFanPowerTrip. You can follow me at jjansen. 34. Uh, but Brian, I, I want to start with over the weekend. I mean, we're starting we're starting to see a few things, see a few trends. Uh, lineups starting to hit well. I mean, the Reds just absolutely smacked the Cardinals. The oh, Twins yeah. the Twins are looking very good against the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Heck, the Phillies bullpen is actually kind of good, which again, <laughs> that wasn't really the case last year. So, right. wh- where are you starting? What what have you been noticing? Any trends? Anything that that you've been noticing so far throughout the well, weekend? I, I did want to touch on the Reds, um, yeah. and we we don't need to go into this later when they look over the Pirates, but <laughs> but I did want to touch on. Um, I love Nick Castellanos. I like his swagger. I like <laughs> what he's been doing at the plate. They had that little, uh, you know. Do you like him? Clearing. Do you like him flexing over uh, over starting pitchers? Do you like that? <laughs> I do, I do. Now, yeah, it's it's not exactly the best taste to do it at a player. I I agree with that stance, but I I love the emotion. I love that yeah. you know in the post game interview he's like, I want to win, you know, let's win, and yeah. he's backed it up with his offensive numbers. I mean, he's almost hit for the cycle twice. In three games, three, four games. So, I mean, I think today against Brubaker, I think the Reds will be able to handle Brubaker. I mean, he's had hard contact all spring. So if the Reds can get going, you know, I like Castellanos and Suarez and Votto and stuff having a nice day against at least the Pirates starter to to keep that trend going. Yeah, for Um, sure. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think another thing to take notice for me, I mean, Baltimore, uh, a sweep yes. over the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because uh, the Red Sox were coming in not with, you know, they're going to win the division type hype, but they're going to be good. They're going to be better. And yeah. of course, a, a sweep to the Orioles is not is not anything you want to start with. In this Definitely season. not the way you want to go. <laughs> um, I do feel I do feel that plays on to the Red Sox being a little weaker, maybe out of sorts than what we anticipate. Um, now, the Orioles did have good pitching to start those games, and they were able to do enough offensively to handle the Red Sox. But, I mean, like, John Means had a phenomenal opening day. Like, Yes, he did. You know, you, you're you going to have to play pretty good against John Means to get stuff out of him. But wasn't so, that good to see? See, John Means pitching well, yeah. too, because, you know, last season didn't obviously go his way. Things mm-hmm. didn't go great. But, you know, I, I think that start there kind of showed exactly why people still really, I think, are high yeah. on that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he pitched very well. I mean, I expected him to do well, but, like, the way he handled the Red Sox offense was better than I had anticipated. Um, I think that's just a combo of the Red Sox being weak and the beginning of the season as well as John Means pitching really well. So I don't expect the Orioles to have the same success against the uh, Yankees, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, and you know what? Let's get into uh, today's games. We got Mm -hmm. uh, a somewhat decent slate. I think really the the matchup, or at least the the team that people are going to be talking about, is the Mets because they're starting their first game of the season. And, of course, that means 
Jacob DeGrom is on the mound. So DFS, it is just Jacob DeGrom uh, all over oh, yeah. the starting lineups. And, you know, it, it, it's even a good matchup against the Phillies. And, you know, the yes. Phillies have swept the Braves. It was a mm-hmm. great series. But they didn't really hit well. It was a lot of starting no. pitching bullpen. Uh, so basically, for DFS and for how we're betting kind of that game today, I think we're looking at the Mets. I'm going first five under. It's at three mm-hmm. and a half. I think even Matt Moore does fine through four or five innings because yes. the Mets have been off. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I don't expect Matt Moore to be blown up. I think um, because the Mets haven't played yet and they're just coming off of a scrimmage, inner squad scrimmage, um, I think Matt Moore can get some work in uh, and be and be comfortable. I mean, like last year he pitched in Japan, which I know those numbers are not going to be directly translatable, but he pitched well in Japan. He had an under three ERA. He well, he's going to come in with confidence, basically. Yeah, yeah, he's going to come in with confidence. He pitched well in the spring. You know, like last year, I think his last start was in the Japan series, the championship series. He had seven no hit, you know, seven no hit innings. Um, five strikeouts or something along those lines. Like, like he can get the work done. Now, are Lindor and Alonzo and Conforto and the Mets lineup going to be ready to go? Are they going to be eager to to swing at good pitches early because they've been off those three four days of the beginning of the season? We'll see. I mean, if they're if you know if it's a slow start, like. A lot of these other teams that we've expected to be really good have had so far. Then, you know, Matt Moore can get four or five innings in with confidence and and can really get the job done. But I mean, I do like the Mets overall. I think Degrom is going to own the Phillies lineup. I mean, they haven't hit well yeah. in and any of the been- games. They've been striking out a lot, too. That's what I was trying yeah. to find if you saw me scrolling through. I was trying to yes. see if I could find a Jacob DeGrom strikeout prop. Uh, likely yeah. going over on that. Ian Anderson, I mean, mowed down the Phillies lineup pretty yeah. much. They had that I mean, one inning. That's about it, though. He mowed him down. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, like the thing that stuck out to me about the Phillies was like Zach Wheeler had the best offense yeah. <laughs> that day he started. <laughs> you know, he he was the Phillies offense that day for the most part. Yes, he part. was. So, you know, that's not a great sign for the Phillies early, but they had good pitching and the bullpen stepped up and they got those wins over the Braves. So we'll see how it plays out with the Mets just getting started. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, the one game that I thought was pretty easy to get yesterday because I thought they were going to avoid the sweep, that was the Cleveland Indians. They did Mm -hmm. end up winning. They ended up blowing out the Kansas City Royals, but the Royals also got blown out yesterday now Danny Duffy's on the mound against Logan Allen minus 134 mm-hmm. favorite uh you sent me this game as one of yours that you, you like for today uh yeah. what about this matchup intrigues you and the Indians bats finally I guess coming alive is one thing yeah the Indians bats are coming alive um but they did have a slow start so I think Danny Duffy can get some work in um if he's on point you know he he had uh an under five ERA last season in what 12 appearances yeah so you know, he's not going to be maybe the shutdown starter you might want, but with the Indians bats being a little cold, you know, they, they didn't really show up against the Tigers. Um, I think Duffy can get some work in. Uh, what I did like about this matchup is that Logan Allen is, he has really great numbers, but he has very small sample size. So the Royals had a 
hot offense against a weak Rangers rotation. So I think Whit Merrifield and, you know, Salvador Perez and some of the other guys, you know, they have some hot bats from blowing out Texas two of those three games. Um, You know, they put up over 20-some runs in the first two games of that Rangers series. So, yeah, I think they can keep those bats going. Now, Logan Allen, like I said, I mean, he has phenomenal numbers in a small sample size. So the question is, is Logan Allen as good as his numbers suggest? It's really early in the season. Um, I mean, they're at home, so that should help Logan Allen out. He has a really low ERA of like 0.64 last year or or this spring. I think he was 0.64 ERA in like 14 innings. So he was lights out. But, I mean, he doesn't have the offense – it doesn't look like the Indians offense is going to back them up there. So Yeah, I mean it's it's just a bad offense, right? I mean, yeah. Cleveland they they scored nine runs yesterday, which mm-hmm. is great, but yep. I don't expect them to score nine runs very often and they struggled no. for the most part against a not so good Detroit team to put up runs. So, that I think you're great. right, Danny Duffy and maybe this is one we just stick with the first 5 and mm-hmm. not with the Royals the entire way. Yeah. Uh, but obviously when you bet money line with the Royals against Cleveland what I think you're mainly betting on is the fact that the, the Cleveland is never going to, I think, completely out-hit the Royals. Royals actually have a somewhat decent lineup. Like you just mm-hmm. mentioned, a, a couple of them, Perez and Merrifield, two very good players. So yes. I, I think the lineup, definitely for Kansas City, I trust a little bit more. And heck, you know, why not go with the money line on Kansas City for the first five innings mm-hmm. uh, and, and hope that they get a one to nothing, 2 to nothing lead? And like we've been seeing against Detroit – it can happen. So since mm-hmm. I'm getting a good enough price on it, I think you're exactly right. Yeah. I should never be scared of Cleveland's lineup. And if it's not Shane Beaver pitching, you know, mm-hmm. like that, then I, I can probably bet against them as long as I'm in the middle or back end of their rotation. Logan Allen's good. Uh, and and he, like you said, small sample size, but good numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know if he's going to be always shut down and I can at least rely on the, the Cleveland lineup, not to really back him up as mm-hmm. I think you were kind of pointing out. So yes. I think that's a good play. First five. Do you like that one? First five money line for the Royals? I do. I, I, yeah. I mean, like we, like we've just mentioned at least twice, uh, the Indians have really no lineup. I mean, if Fran Mill Reyes and Jose Ramirez aren't getting bad on ball, like they really don't have anything worth being scared of. Yeah, really don't. Uh, Win Daily Sports, windailysports.com slash chat. They'll be checking out all of your DFS lineups in the chat, uh, whether you need a starting pitcher, whether you need some stacks. I know Houston, uh, they have been on fire. So yes. it, it, whenever Houston is on the board at this <laughs> point, you just ride the hot hand until mm-hmm. it's gone. Uh, and I yes. don't think Jose Quintana is a guy that you're going to be really scared of when putting in the Astros lineup. Now, uh, no. I guess... I guess this is what we're going to figure out now because all we've seen is one series between these teams. Mm-hmm. Is it just the Oakland Athletics pitching isn't good or is the Astros bats because they weren't good for the most part of last season, but when the, once they got into the playoffs, finally started looking like the Astros lineup and it seems yeah. like they're kind of picking up where they left off there. This mm-hmm. could be potentially just a good Astros lineup, right? Or are we kind of giving a little bit of responsibility to the Athletics uh, pitching as well? Well, I think it falls... Primarily on the Astros lineup. I would go with the Astros lineup more so than the A's pitching. Now, the A's pitching wasn't fantastic, but the Astros were able to capitalize on those mistakes. The Astros, I mean, 
we've seen it over the past four or so years with the anomaly of 2020 for the most part. You know, are, are we really going to bet against Altuve and Bregman and and those guys routinely? I wouldn't. You know, I I think Jose Altuve and and Bregman and Brantley and those guys. I mean, they can pick their pitches. They can get their hits. I'm definitely not scared of Jose Quintana. Um, you know, he's been remarkably average his entire career. So if you got hot bats against an average pitcher, I like that matchup. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do think the Angels will bring more to the plate offensively than the A's did. So that's a question of is Luis Garcia going to be any good? Yeah. I mean, he, well, that too, I mean, he made... I mean, he made a few appearances last year. He was solid, but I mean, virtually he's a double A pitcher, you know, outside oh, yeah. of outside of a couple appearances last year and, and a decent spring this year. I just don't know how that's going to match up to a team with Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon and, and those types of guys. Yeah, I mean, basically, are we, are we betting the over here then? I, I was just going to go total runs with the Astros, but I mean, I got to admit, the Angels lineup also looked pretty good against the White Sox. Dylan Cease has his problems. So if sure. you want to chalk it up to Dylan Cease not being good, then sure. If you want to chalk it up to Larusa not knowing how to use the bullpen, sure. But I don't think he's going to learn how to use the bullpen in a day. Uh, right. I, I just I think outside of, you know, uh, Lucas Giolito, the, the White Sox pitching is very good, and the Angels were able to hit mm -hmm. it. But we know the Angels lineup is very good. Yes. Uh, so I think the Astros as well, they'll be able to hit mm -hmm. Luis Garcia. Yeah. You know, they, they'll be able to to out-hit him. And look, maybe the overruns is the way to go. 10 is a lot. Like, 10, 10 is a lot of runs. Yeah. But I, I, with the way both teams have looked so far, I mean, I would yeah. say the Angels going up against the Astros pitching, which has looked pretty good, mm -hmm. I think they can hit them, though, especially Garcia. I, I think they could hit Garcia. I'm a little unsure about ten combined. It's a you lot. Know, it's that's a lot. a lot. I I would I would hesitate and pick the under on that one. Um, I mean, Astros starting pitchers, regardless of name, have always had a good start. You know, like yes, he might get roughed up in the long run, and the Ast yeah. but you know the Astros have a good bullpen. So that should quell any big run differential from the starter. You know, like Luis Garcia might not have a great day, but I don't think the Astros are going to give up a billion runs regardless. No, don't think they will. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think what I'm going to stick with, I'm just going to stick with the over four and a half runs by the Astros. Yes. I think that's your best bet. The lineup's been great. Uh, and, and a game I'm going to go off the, the path a little bit here just because mm -hmm. I find it a little bit of an interesting matchup. Nick Pavetta against Michael Waka, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, Boston Red Sox in Boston. Mm -hmm. Boston is 0-3. Is it time to, to maybe bet them to not go 0-4 money line? What what I think I, I'm at least doing here is I'll take them first five. Mm -hmm. I look, I'm I, I am a Phillies fan, so I should have a bias against Nick Pavetta and think he's terrible, but I love the things I saw from him in spring training, and he's always had the stuff. The Tampa mm -hmm. Bay Rays lineup, as we saw against Miami. It's going off to a little slow start, and yeah. their their bats aren't. I mean, their bats are good, and they did have mm -hmm. that one game where they kind of exploded for a bunch of runs. But for the most part, it's not an, a great lineup that I I don't expect yeah. them to always hit very well. 
I think Pavetta can actually pitch well against this lineup. And look, if I'm taking anything, I might take a first five on Boston here and kind of ride the, uh, the again, the beginning, the first few weeks are, are just what my projections are, what I think a mm-hmm. guy can be. I think Pavetta ends up being pretty good this season. I think I want to bet on that game one. Yeah. Um, I definitely like Pavetta over Waka in this, in this matchup. Um, I mean, Waka's making his Tampa debut. He hasn't pitched well in Boston in his previous two starts. I think that were like, what, 2013 or whatever. Um, You know, but I don't really like the Red Sox lineup. Um, So I think, I think the key here is Pavetta. If he can pitch well, the Rays lineup hasn't really shown too much. Now they did score seven runs, you know, the last game against Miami, although they gave up 12. So, you know, there's things to be desired there, but um, they kind of showed up a little bit in that third game against Miami, but I still think Pavetta on point can shut down the Rays lineup a lot more than the Red Sox can support him. Um, So, you know, Michael Walker might have a good few innings, because the, I think the Red Sox lineup is pretty weak, but you know maybe JD Martinez wakes up. You know maybe they they get their bats going and and they can you know pick up on some of the mistakes that Walker's throwing and 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 get some run support for Pavetta. But yeah, I, I definitely like Pavetta starting going strong, getting deep into into the game. Um, yeah. it, it's just at a least matter five. Of a, I definitely expect yeah, five from at him. least five. That should be – I would be surprised if he didn't get five-plus. Um, it's just a matter of run support. If, if you know, if the Red Sox can do anything on the offensive side to support Pavetta, you know, give him some leeway that he doesn't have to be that closeout ace for all five, six innings, however far he goes. WindailySports.com. You can check out already some DFS articles out uh, starting rotation. You can look at, and I know Dustin May is, is somebody I'm, I'm looking at in this game. Uh, that guy's that guy's pretty good. I don't know if anybody knows that, but that guy's mm-hmm. got the stuff. And he has a phenomenal <clears throat> matchup today against the Athletics. It, it's a high, high money line. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're in Oakland, so obviously that. But I mean, heck, I might even bet the run line here. I know that sounds a little bit much, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe even the Dodgers in the first five spread. I expect them to hit Frankie Montas, but I expect Dustin May to shut them down pretty well today. That The Athletics lineup is is worrisome. I, I think uh, there's there's a problem there. Yeah, I mean, well, like, it's funny. When I looked at the day overall, there was a few games that I circled on the thing. I'm like, well, these are just going to be one-sided, easy picks. <laughs> Shouldn't have to worry about anything in this game whatsoever. And the Dodgers athletics was one of those games. I was like, Dustin May should cruise. I mean, he should have an easy day. He should be able to handle the athletics lineup with, I can't imagine many, if at all, any issues, unless they're self-inflicted. But no, Dustin May should should own the Athletics lineup, and and the Dodgers offense should just take Montas to to the woodshed. I mean, they should they should be able to hit him pretty easily, and I would expect the Dodgers to to have a nice easy romp over the Athletics today. Now, I'm just going off the beaten path a little bit here because I mean, minus one fifty five. It's not 
it, it's not that much money, or at mm -hmm. least you're getting at least a good return on investment, I think, for minus 155 with, I think, the matchup discrepancy we're talking about, how yeah. bad the bats have been for the Athletics to start. I mean, mm -hmm. but something like maybe the Dodgers to score first inning, I could see that happen. I could see them getting to Montas early. You know, I plus definitely see that. Plus two hundred's great. I mean, there's there's ways you can get a little bit creative. Now the one and a half uh, after first three innings, the first five innings. You know, it's a little bit tough to get up by two runs early on, but mm -hmm. uh, I think what we definitely expect, and this will be when the props go up. A, we're using Dustin May DFS. I think no matter what, you have to use Dustin May and Jacob DeGrom and then kind of build your way. Maybe Nick Bavetta is a cheaper play that you could put in your starting rotation that I really like because uh, I think he has a pretty good matchup. But I, I think if you're going to do it, you got to find a way to get Dustin May strikeout props in whenever that might be. But also, I think expect the Dodgers to get an early lead and kind of keep that. So I, I think that's the way to bet this game. Dustin May should have a very, very easy time. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I got to go, unfortunately, uh, to your to your Pittsburgh Pirates next. They're taking <laughs> on the Cincinnati Reds, and mm -hmm. they uh, they they mashed the baseball yesterday. Yeah. I mean, crushed. And you know they got into a little bit of a tussle. The Reds are the Reds are in it. I think the Reds are in the zone right now. They're they're mm -hmm. feeling it. Uh, I, I are they feeling it enough to take a Reds uh, against the Pirates today? I would. I would definitely feel it enough. I mean, the Reds are at home. They're coming off a great series against the Cardinals. They got their feelings going. They got the emotion going. They're they're hitting the ball and you know up and down the lineup. Um, Nick Castellanos is your lightning rod of offense, um, but you know JT Brubaker is not great. He had a so-so spring with a lot of hard contact and. If you're giving up a lot of hard contact in a place like Cincinnati, I would expect, you know, the Reds to exploit that and get a lot of runs on the board. Um, coupled with the fact that, you know, the, the Pirates don't have a great defense, you're going to get, you're probably going to get a few innings where you're going to get some extra outs. So, you know, I think the Reds can capitalize on that. Um, but again, my my main play with this is, Nick Castellanos in the offense. I mean, they can get the they've hit well against the Cardinals and I don't think the Pirates pitching is as good as the St. Louis pitching. So I think they should be able to maintain their emotional swagger and be able to put bat on ball and have a nice have a nice afternoon against or a nice evening with uh Brubaker on the mound. Yeah, I and the Reds lineup has looked good. And I mean, it is a talented lineup. It's not that we should be surprised that they're hitting the ball well. Right. They're talented. Castellanos is good. Eugenio mm -hmm. is good. You know, they they have a, a strong lineup. So over four and a half runs, I could definitely see that. Now, again, you're putting a little bit of juice on it, but I could definitely see with the Reds uh, over four and a half runs because their lineup's been great. And as mm -hmm. you just said, uh, well, I think you know better than I do. Pittsburgh's <laughs> pitching isn't isn't really the greatest. Uh, and uh, the last game I want to talk about here is actually the ten o'clock game. Mm -hmm. This looks like a good matchup for the White Sox. They're minus one eighteen uh, favorite. They're plus uh, or they're minus one and a half on the run line, but plus one thirty eight mm -hmm. is the uh, money line return you're getting on that. Uh, the White Sox hit lefties pretty well. They hit Heaney pretty well. Mm -hmm. I think the White Sox can be pretty good here. Now, Rodon, 
I want to like that guy so much because I remember him coming out of the draft. It was him. I remember because he was at NC State and Jeff mm-hmm. Hoffman was coming out of East Carolina, which obviously I have the hat on. But those two guys were left and right. That's all you heard in North Carolina during that time. Like these two are just studs. Mm-hmm. Rodon's got the talent. Never really has put it together. And I don't know if I expect him to this season. Uh, it's a wait and see approach, but. I don't know if I have to wait and see with him against a lineup like the Mariners. Like I think he should do pretty well against them. Mm-hmm. What I, I will go with the White Sox. This is another one. I love the White Sox team total, and it hasn't gone over in the past two games. But I want to chalk that up to I think Angels pitching, at least their bullpen, is better than, than people I think might give them credit for, or more than we at least talk about. I don't mm-hmm. think we talk about enough that you know they might actually have some good pitching there now. Uh, maybe not their starting rotation as much, but what I do want to do is probably take the White Sox team total over four and a half, a lefty in Justice Sheffield that can hit lefties well. Mercedes is going to look, I think, a little bit more comfortable against Sheffield than he was against Otani and others. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to take the White Sox over. Now, Tim Anderson, it'd be great if he was in the lineup. I know he left yesterday, I think, with a hamstring injury. Uh, so I don't think he's going to play today. If he does, and I, again, I don't think he will. But if he does, I mean, that that would even boost this up more over four and a half. But I still like the White Sox bats definitely against the Mariners today. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is another one that I circled on the day of easy picks. <laughs> um. Well, hey, and the good thing is that the, the money line isn't telling you easy pick, right? The money line's telling you this right. is going to be a somewhat close game, minus 118, plus 102. Yeah. Uh, I think that's mostly because of the Rodon factor. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's not an ace. He's not going to get garner that type of money line where it's going to put him up to 130, 140, even 150. But I, I think that they match up so well. 118, yeah. that's, I mean, well, like you said, an easy spot, I think, here for the White Sox. Yeah, I mean, I, I from what I've seen over this first series between the White Sox and Angels and the Mariners and Giants, I mean, I've seen... The White Sox look really good against a much better Angels pitching staff. You know, top to bottom, it's much better than the Angels have had in the past. Um, and the White Sox didn't seem to miss a beat. They seemed to come out clicking. They got their runs. They had their offense. Um, what I like about this game is, yeah, they hit lefties well, and they're mashing, and the Mariners. I mean, they don't have the stuff to to combat that, you know. I mean, Sheffield may have a good inning here or there, but I think overall he's not going to have – They're eventually going to get to him, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. He might have a good, like, first inning, but I think given given the looks, that second time through the lineup, if even that late, that second time through the lineup, I think, should be able to get their spots in against Sheffield and and have a nice day. Um, You know, the thing about Rodon is – He's healthy now. You know, he's finally healthy. He looked good in the spring. He had a 1.32 ERA this spring. I mean, 16 Ks and four appearances. Hey, ride he that healed. into the to the start of the season. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, he only gave up two earned runs all spring. So, I mean, I think he can ride that momentum that he had, you know, into the beginning of the season. And there's not much better a, opponent to, to face as you go into that season. So, yeah. You know, it it I think this is a nice spot to to ride the powers of the White Sox. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Wind Daily Sports, winddailysports.com. You'll be able to see some of that uh, on the winddailysports.com page. Articles of picks and pivots uh, with our guy Adam and then uh, or Adam with the starting rotation and picks and pivots uh, with our guy Brian. So plenty of DFS stuff for you for the Major League Baseball slate today. And I, I got to bring it up again. You know, I got to do this for for the Wind Daily Sports guys uh, because windailysports.com slash chat is where you can join the discord and uh, you'll hear them talking. And I, you know what? I, I understand why they want to do this, but they are all in on a Mets stack. I want to hold off on that. And it's not, and it's not like I'm trying to sit here. I could sit here with a straight face and say, Matt Moore is a very good starting pitcher because obviously mm-hmm. I'd be lying straight to your face. If I said that I'm, a little worried just about the layoff and they haven't been playing. And this is their first Mm -hmm. game. You know, the the Phillies are already in a group. The Phillies might actually yank Matt Moore early if they see anything, because heck their bullpen really hasn't been doing much, especially the last two games. Eflin went Mm -hmm. deep. Zach Wheeler went deep. So the bullpen for the Phillies is rested. Matt Moore may only go four or five innings in this game. I just, I don't know if I feel that comfortable stacking the Mets when a team like the Dodgers is right there for you for the taking against Frankie Montas, the way they've been Mm -hmm. hitting. I feel like it's right there for you. Stack the Dodgers. Uh, Even stack, you know what? Stack the White Sox lineup. Why not? Like The the White Sox should hit really well, and they have the matchup. I would even go so far as to stack the Blue Jays. Like, you know, there, there are better, I, there are definitely better stacks. To, to go all in on than the Mets, at least right now, because like you said, the Mets have been off. Oh, I know why you're doing it. Oh yeah. my God. Do you see, hold on. I'll zoom in on that name for everybody. Just so, <laughs> just so they can see that name, Mike Fulton. Uh, yep. I think, is that why we're going Toronto here? I think we're going to oh, stack Toronto. That is why I'm going Toronto. I'm going all in on Toronto. I think they can have a field day on Fulton. Um, oh, I mean, his numbers are, Bad. Oh, His, T. Oscar plus two eighty. Oh, that sounds good. How about yeah, Vlad Junior? We want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I, 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 I looked at the, I looked at the, uh, the, the, the matchup projections and stuff, and like, Fultonevich has the highest exit velocity, the highest barrel percentage, the, the lowest whiff rate. I mean, this he's just be, gonna get crushed. <laughs> this should be like softball. This should be like a fun beer league softball game for the Blue Jays to just go out there and hammer uh, Boltonovich. Vlad Jr.'s got that just has Vlad Guerrero Jr. home run written all over it. A beer yeah. league softball game. That's the kind of swing my man has. Uh, yes. So let's do it. Uh, you know what? Blue Jays are even over five and a half at plus one twelve. Are we taking our chances here? It's Fultonovich, right? There's no way that I they mean, miss and whiff that. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna hit bombs they, off him. They should they should crush him. Um, the question is is how short of a leash does do the Rangers yeah. give him? I mean, th- does he get into trouble right away and the Rangers yank him out, you know, immediately, or do they kind of let him take his bumps and see if he can work out of it? You know, that's that's the question there. But as long as Fultonevich is in, I'm all in on the Blue Jays lineup. I mean, they, yeah. they I mean, they hit well against the Yankees, which is far better than. Anything Fultonevich has, so. right. and, <laughs> and Fultonevich even in the spring, I, I you know I remember watching a few games in the spring. Fultonevich was getting crushed. I mean, left he and was, right. He gave up nine earned runs in three starts. He had a ten ERA in the spring. 
I mean, it was it was mediocre at best. Keep it keep it coming. I I need any more of those numbers he got because that is wonderful. That's telling me I don't care if it's over five and a half. I'm getting plus return on that. I love Hernandez, Vlad Guerrero Jr. I mean, just do it. I mean, in in in, like Fulty only had one start last year before he was taken to the alternate site. (laughs) You know, and in that one start, he did three point one innings, had six earned runs and three home runs given up. I mean, like. The Blue Jays should have a field day on Fulton Evans. Yeah, and it's it's not like his velocity has gone back up or anything. He's still hovering around like the low nineties. I yeah. mean, he's his his fastball and his stuff is just ripe to get just yes. yards. This this should be like T ball for uh yeah. for the Blue Jays. So here's what we have. I know it's a lot. Uh we were just going over plays, so I just highlighted things <coughs> that we kind of liked. Mm-hmm. Uh I know the Phillies again, you know. The under three and a half, I will take uh, the over two and a half. That was uh just me clicking. Under three and a half, though, for the first five innings. You know, mm-hmm. the Wind Daily Sports team loves the Mets, and I, I agree with them that the Mets lineup's good. Mm-hmm. I just have a problem because I, I don't think Matt Moore is in there long. The bullpen is probably going to go in early. They're rested. They're mm-hmm. ready to go for starts like this with Matt Moore and Chase Anderson. And Matt Moore's coming in with a little bit of confidence. I don't think they put up a six spot on him. I think he he allows two or three earned in four or five innings, and, and that's likely what you're going to see out of Matt Moore. Maybe four runs, but I, I just don't see that happening. And, of course, we saw what Ian Anderson did against the Phillies. I can only imagine what Jacob DeGrom is going to do against against them. The Phillies yeah. bats have not been the reason why they're, they swept the Braves. That is so, correct. <laughs> very correct. <laughs> like that one, uh, we like the Royals against Cleveland today, plus 114. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the money line for the first five innings, I think that's where we're going to go. Uh, with the total runs in the first five innings for the Rays and Red Sox, I mean, that's a lot through five innings, five and a half runs. And I think we expect with the Red Sox lineup not being as good, Nick Pavetta, mm-hmm. Has been looking good in the spring, and we always knew he had the stuff. It's just, and he had a few games with Philadelphia where he could yeah. do this. And the Rays lineup does not scare me whatsoever. I think mm-hmm. through five innings, it can remain rel- relatively quiet for the under five and a half, over f- four and a half total runs for the Cincinnati Reds. We like the matchup there. Pirates pitching, not very good, but the Reds lineup has been hitting very well as they scored 12 runs yesterday. Uh, but I think the one we started to, the two games we really started to like the most, and I'm going to leave those up here for those. Um, we like the White Sox definitely to hit off of Justice Sheffield. We expect them to win. It's only a minus 118 favorite, so I would definitely take that. And then the rest is basically stack the Blue Jays, and this seems like because of Mike Fultonavich and his ability to get hit very, very, very hard. That leads to guys like Tiasco Hernandez, who's already off to a good start. Vlad Guerrero oh, yeah. Jr. got his first home run yesterday. And the over 5.5 is at plus money. I could see the, the Blue Jays putting up a, a seven, eight spot here uh, and, and them getting the, the easy win against the Mariners. But I think we also like the, the, the Blue Jays to win that matchup as well. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, well, Steven Matz is on the mound real quick, just to go over that. I mean, sure. I mean, good enough know. against the Rangers. Cause the Rangers have been hitting well too. So there's a, there, that's why I think we're staying with the over five and a half runs because yeah. there is a potential for Matz to also just get hit hard in this. Yes. Matz is not, great um you know joey gallo and no i mean like what like joey gallo and the rangers offense can can get going um i think oh yeah yeah i i I think the blue jays will be more consistent against fulton and the rangers pitching than the rangers offense will be against the blue jays pitching um i i do think i mean we've seen the blue jays have had a pretty shut down bullpen relief staff um 
So even if Matt gets into a little bit of trouble, I think the, the Blue Jays will be able to, you know, take him out and put in a relief pitcher or put in their closer and, and get, get a handle on the Rangers lineup. Um, but yeah, I mean, could Joey Gallo have a great day against Steven Matz? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's <laughs> Yeah, and the, look, the Rangers will be doing it. They hit the Royals hard all series. Yeah. Uh, so they, I mean, they definitely have the pop to do it. Yeah. Not as, as you said, the consistency is the problem, but right. uh, they certainly have the pop to do it. Yeah. Uh, better baseball you're tuned into right now. Uh, a Monday edition here on WindDailySports.com, our first Monday show. So we got through it. We got through the Mondays, Brian. Yes. <laughs> That's always a good start. Uh, you can check out all the DFS articles for the Major League Baseball slate today. Adam with the starting rotation article and MLB DFS picks and pivots from Brian. And hey, um, the Masters is this week. The Masters is this week. Um, and Win Daily Sports has one of the best when it comes to picks, DFS betting, Sinajad, Sticks picks. Uh, those two are phenomenal when it comes to golf betting, and the entire Win Daily Sports team is very good at it. You might want to be tuned into Win Daily Sports throughout the week to get your Masters picks. Uh, and, and so go there for NHL, Masters, MLB, have it all covered. Uh, but that's it for better baseball today. Brian, uh, thanks for joining me as always, man. It, this has been a good start. And uh, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about our last two picks. And I think that's exactly what I'm going to do when we're done the show today is put mm-hmm. those two bets in. Going to be a good day. Uh, WindDailySports.com slash chat. Join the Discord. Also, you know, get a gold membership and get all those premium articles that I've been talking about at WindDailySports.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck tonight. And uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this for all the WindDaily guys, Brian. Um, Met stink. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.